Hi, welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, and I am so blessed to have Apostle Marshall McGee with me again. He is taking this place of my, my, my brother, Apostle Cal, while he's recuperating. And I am in just so, I mean, I'm honored uh, that Apostle Marshall would take his time and to share this program with me. But I believe that God is using this to bring some things forth uh, about I am prosperity. And he's also letting us know that we are the embassy. We are a embassy. And when you recognize the fact, I was talking to him about the fact, when you recognize the fact that you are an embassy, then how can you not know that you are prosperity? You are an embassy of the kingdom of God. And that the emissary himself, that the one that knows everything, as Apostle Marshall was talking about, uh, we were talking about earlier, uh, is the one that lives on the inside of you. So with that already said, you can probably tell the flavor of what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into things that we pray for, that prayerfully will get into you. So Apostle Marshall, come on down, come on up, come on around, come on in. Hallelujah. Hey, hello again. Thanks for having me back on. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead. I know that things are bursting on the inside of you. I can tell when I see that smile. And then what happens with you? Your cheeks up here get bigger because there's so much ready to come out of them. So just go ahead on. <laughs> I just want to just just quickly hit this, touch on this, and we'll we'll move from there. I think that uh, John 2022, we, we, we closed out kind of with that, where Jesus breathed on him and he said receive or take again the spirit that the first man Adam disconnected from so when he said receive the Holy Spirit he said take it again because the breath the life of God is inherent in every creature yet when we deviate from that life to live whatever other kind of life contrary to that life, it creates a disconnection. And so I want to pick up, uh, according to 1 Thessalonians, because this thing of the spirit, because so much is in there, because any area of truth will get revealed to us by the spirit of the living God. Even where to look for the treasure. <laughs> I mean, listen, God made this thing that if we'll just let the spirit do it, it's, we're not supposed to work at stuff so hard. We're really not. But again, it's kind of like you learn to trust the spirit of God with your whole life, not just part of your life. And uh, I, I, and, and this is just a fact. And I'm not saying it's easy because a whole lot of people ain't living that way. Uh, they just ain't even trying to live that way. Uh, because there's a principle that I'm learning. I call it living from the power of his life that's in me. From, from Romans chapter 8, I think it's verse 11, where it says, the spirit that raised, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that spirit dwells in you, he shall also quicken your mortal physical person, body, 
by the same spirit that lives on the inside of you. So that helps me to understand that there is a power that's living on the inside of me that comes from his life. I'm talking about the Christ life that's on the inside of me. And that spirit that raised even Jesus from the dead, and now that spirit is in me, it is powerful enough, hear me, it is powerful enough to drive out the death principle from our life. That's why Apostle Baker, I can say, uh, she said she's, she talk, she's seeing 120. You talk about that all the time because the more you, we understand we're living from the power of his life, his life in us drives out every death principle that's trying to work against us to get us out of here before our time. We just haven't learned how to put a demand on the power of his life. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because I believe that's important. So the Bible also teaches us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, it said, he says, may the God of peace sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our at the, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this. This is how I interpret that. There is a there's going to be this greater revelation of the Christ in you. And as you are being set up to come into that greater revelation, part of the prayer is that, that your whole person, your whole being, be blameless because there's a revelation of the power of his life, the coming of Jesus Christ that's coming to you. And if there's mixture or contamination, you won't receive the full reality of what he has deposited on the inside of your life. This is where when we learn to live from the spirit, this is where our heads really get out of the way. Because your head will tell you, you can't do that. What are you talking about? That's impossible. But we, so this is a blameless that comes in our soul, our spirit, and our bodies because there's a greater revelation of the Christ in you that he is going to send, uh, send to release to you. So remember, we're spirit. You have a soul, you live in a body. But in the spirit, watch this, we are made in the image and the likeness of the Father God. We're made in his image and in his likeness in the spirit. Because we understand, at least I do, my physical body ain't God. Some folk worship their bodies like they're God, but my physical body is not God. God is not a man. Come on, say it with me. God is is not a man, but he is spirit. Mm. And he, man, he manifests in the person of Holy Spirit. So therefore, we don't contact God with our bodies or our minds, but we make contact with our spirit. Now, this is the key to living spirit life. This is the key to coming into that place of renewed and restored identity where we begin to live from the life of the Heavenly Father that's on the inside of us. So remember, the real you in nature and in essence is spirit. That's why I can say I am spirit show. I am not trying to be spiritual. I am spiritual. I just happen to be having a human experience. People think they haven't, uh, they, they think, well, I'm a human trying to have a spiritual experience. You're already spiritual. You just haven't understood who you were truly created to be. 
You're already spiritual. You just happen to be going through a human experience. So understand, it's important to understand that the real you is spirit. Not your soul and body, but the real you is spirit. And with your spirit, you're able to connect with and touch the spiritual realm. And with your soul, you can connect with the intellectual realm. And with your body, you connect with the physical realm. That's how God made us. But if you're going to connect with the Ruach HaKadosh, you're going to do that with or in and through your born-again spirit. Because God is spirit. God is spirit. The real you is spirit. And there's a divine place of connection that we begin to come into well, to the point that you begin to sync. I call it synchronization. That we begin to sync with the spirit of God. And as we learn to do that, when he moves, we move just like that. Because we are in sync. Yeah. And when you're out of sync, it creates this disconnect. Uh, in fact, uh, it makes you move contrary to his life that's on the inside of you. Because remember, Jesus is saying back to us, talked about this in our last program, Acts 17, 28. He's saying back to us, it's in you. He's talking about us, that I live, it's in you. It's in you that I move, and it's in you I have my being. Get that in your spirit. He's having the uh, manifestation of who he is. It's in us. And, the, and as we understand this, as Holy Spirit is pulling the veil back, we'll quit trying to be something that we already are. And then we can start living and manifesting as true kings in this earth realm. And through the power of decree and declaration, we just say something. And if you get this right, you just think something and it'll manifest because you're operating out of the right spirit. You're manifesting out of the power of his life that's in you. The Lord gave me a revelation recently. And if you ever, one of my greatest things I preach about to see the place and life, our life in him. And I begin to, uh, I don't know where this came from, but I started saying, because he said this, I'm in you, you're in me, we're one. Therefore, <laughs> I am. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm in you, you're in me, we're one. Therefore, I am. And uh, when I was at Apostle Roddy's, somebody took that and made a plaque of it in his church. He got it set up in his church right now on the plaque. I was like, for real? So every time they come into his church, they see that sign. Because we don't have an awareness. Remember, the Bible says, let me say it like this, because I feel like preaching. I said, the Bible says. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. I mean spirit? One spirit. What we need, that's why we got to get rid of the contamination, get our souls cleared up. What we need is a greater conscious awareness that we're not two entities, but him and I are one. Him and I are one. And he wants to see that in our consciousness so we can start living like he created us to live. Remember? Go ahead. When I you said something, myself. when you said uh, in First Thessalonians 5.23, and the very God 
of the peace, of peace himself, because he is peace. Sanctify you, completely set you apart and your entire spirit and being and your body be preserved blameless. That word blameless is of any negative, anything, any contamination. Blameless is any contamination, anything that contaminates or comes against or anything that does not look purely like what it is that he says. He says, I will separate you. Um, the God of peace, the God of not just the shalom, but the uh, uh, not just that peace that surpasses all understanding, but, uh, but the one of the sword will separate you from that. So that that has no, it has no claim on you anymore. And he will do this. This is done spirit, soul, and then your body starts to walk in it. Because you, and I can't get away from this, you will begin to realize that you are this embassy, that you are this property, that you are this dirt, that you are this land, that we are that land that belongs to him. And what belongs to him, he takes care of, he protects, he, he, take, he, he, he nurtures, he does everything that is needed for it. Spirit, soul, and body. There is no separation. And just like you said, that we are one, one, period. It's not one with him, one in him, one. Uh, no, we don't need to add anything. But the whole thing of it is, is that we are one. And what he says is this. If you start to if you start to really think on that, then I will I will manifest that oneness so that no one. Nobody can tell the difference between you and I. So as your sound comes out of your mouth, it will be my sound and it will reverberate and everything that needs to, every particle that needs to come into place, it will manifest just as when it was that I said, let my light be seen. Earth be separate this from this. This happens. This happens. It happened and it will happen uh, just like that because the sound of it, the song of it, the frequency of it, the rhythm of it, everything that you have mentioned, everything that is mentioned will bring this to pass because of that oneness. Of that oneness. We have not seen or heard or understand that oneness. We talk about in marriage that we're one, but there's two opinions in marriage. But in this, there is no thoughts, no opinions, nothing but him. That's right. Wow. It's kind of like, can I say it like this? You know, we hear this, and I believe people are sincere in their hearts when they say, more you and less of me. It, it sounds good. More you and less of me. Can I give you a reality check? He don't want none of you. He don't want none of you left. He don't want none of you. It's got to be all of him. Because if there's some of you left, it's contamination. It's mixture. Because I think people say that, and they're sincere, because uh, we still want to be in control. 
And I started, the Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And maybe late last year or last summer, I've started really looking at that. And I've been endeavoring because I have to learn to train myself how to live that way more. Father, I'm going to start acknowledging you. I'm, even in small things, what do you think? What do you think about this? Lord, what do you feel about this? And so on and so forth, because I'm learning to move out of the way and let him have the preeminence in my life. And that's a simple way to start because, because if it's more you and less of me, you still in there. <laughs> you know, it's like, like trying to find the perfect church. Like it was perfect, then you showed up. It ain't perfect no more. <laughs> and so he wants us gone so that he can resurrect his life in. This is a reality of kingdom life and kingdom living coming up into that thing. But because of religious ideology and other mixtures and ideas and intellect and all this stuff, and just soulish thinking, people can't get there because they don't believe they can. So let me give you a couple of uh, pointers here, if I can, uh, uh, on how do you, you know, I think one of the things you got to do, we're going to have to learn how to pay attention to the inner stirrings of the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us. Start paying attention uh, to his unctions, to his movement inside of you. Learn to feel the intensity of the inner workings of the Holy Spirit. If his life is truly in you, begin to defer as you learn to, to yield to him, learn to feel the intensity of his life in you, you start learning to defer more to the spirit. There's some stuff he wants to show you, and some of it is for your natural well-being to bring you into some wealth you didn't even think you could ever come into. Because he's all of it. Wealth, spiritual, nat he's, a, he's all of it, you see. And so learn to pay attention, and as you feel in those stirrings, those unctions, defer to him more. Start there. Because the Bible says, 1 John 2.20, we have received an unction, right, from the Holy One. That's an inner witness. It's an inner witness that we receive from the Holy One. And, and, and so uh, and part of the, one part of that he says, so you don't need any man to teach you. So you don't need your intellect. <laughs> You don't need your education to teach you because there's an inner working. This is the life. This is the power of his life that's operating in us. This is the Ruach that was breathed into the first man that's now resident in you. It's the same Holy Ghost that Jesus said in John 20, uh, 21, John 20, 22, John 20, 22, and he breathed on him and received this life back again. So we can uh, learn to live from this. So we got to learn to hear then. So we so it's a tuning of our ears where we can hear the inner voice or the inner speaking of his voice on the inside of us because you don't have a voice. Because when he's stirring, the stirring is creating a vibration. It's like the overshadowing. Because uh, when you go back to Genesis, the Bible says in Genesis 1 that the spirit of God hovered. It moved, it brooded over the waters. And it began to create a vibrational frequency. And when the vibration was just right, the word of the Lord came. <laughs> and things began to happen.
It's that overshadowing, if you will. And so get learn to, to hear and discern the inner voice. It's an inner knowing, if you will, that comes by what he is unctioning and stirring in your heart and spirit. That's maybe a good place for someone to start. They're like, I don't know how to do that. Just get somewhere and be quiet and start paying attention. Look for the stirrings in your spirit, not in your mind, not in your soul, not in your emotions, but look for the stirrings that come to your spirit. Because uh, that's how you're going to learn his voice. And you're going to learn his voice because of his word. Because you know his word says, you're going to know his voice. Because he wants to lead you into all truth. And the truth of the matter, prosperity, is engaged in where he wants to lead you to. Did you know that for the fall, Pastor Baker, I, uh, I know you know this, uh, that Adam didn't toil? That even, uh, there were no weeds, by the way, before the fall. But Adam, what he did, there was a mist that went up from the earth and watered the whole garden. Because the earth, my God, there's a principle. The earth blessed him. The earth blessed him. The earth willfully gave her fruit to him. And it's part of original intent. Father is trying to show some of us, if we're learning get tap into though, we're talking about where the stuff is in the earth, where the earth gives to us, where the earth blesses us. So why don't you start blessing the earth and then ask the earth to give up her resource to you? Moses prayed a prayer, I think over in Deuteronomy, he said, Hear, O heavens, and hear, O earth. Why? Because they will hear you. And if you got the right sound or vibrational frequency, Coming out of your mouth, the heavens and the earth will respond to you. <laughs> I think that's some good stuff right there. That's fabulous stuff. And what it is, it's saying it, what it is and what you're saying is this. Is that if we listen to the earth, if we listen to how it is that God did in the book of Genesis, he talked about what the earth had in it for us. We can listen to what the birds are doing. We can listen to these things because as <clears throat> we know, when, when the king was talking about Elijah, when when Ahab uh, or, or, or whatever the king was, Jezebel's uh, husband, when he was talking about who is it that's a that that that's cheating, who is it that's that's uh, betraying me, and they said it's Elijah because there's birds carrying him information, and God wants us to realize that there are sounds and there are are things that are being spoken in the earth, but we have not been silent enough on the inside to really hear what it is that's calling out. And as you spoke on the last week or last program, you started to talk about that there were things in the earth, that there was things that was calling. 
the earth is crying out. And we know that the earth cries out because God told, uh, 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 told Cain that Abel's blood was crying out from the ground. So we need to listen because he's saying, I want this treasure to take care of the stuff that you got that that king that this thing has that kingdom tv has that that love and unity has that that this pastor has that this apostle has i want you to take care of it and there is enough in the earth in this particular place and then i want to lead you to another but this is the this is the way that that those things what happened to all of that gold that he was talking about that 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 he said was good gold what happened to the things in the sea what happened to that he has given us dominion waters are crying out waters and things under the earth is crying out and i have to tell myself baker be still because you got to hear this because he wants to take care of things of the on the earth with the earth. And then he's bringing in that things of heaven to be able to take care and establish his covenant in the earth. Go ahead. We got two, two, three minutes and I'm not, I'm going to. Oh, wow. That's can, powerful. I was talking about, I was thinking of King Cyrus. I think it's over in Isaiah 45. We're talked about the hidden treasures of darkness. And darkness in this context, all darkness in a sense, and if you look at it in a real concrete way, darkness is simply the absence of light. And a lot of times when we think darkness, we think we've been trained to think evil, not the absence of light. Because when light comes, now you can see what the darkness will not allow you to see. That's why we got to get rid of the contaminants. See? It's there. You just can't see it right now. You can't perceive it right now because it, it's, it's like it's hidden, not from you, but hidden for you. It's hidden for you. And if you can learn to let Holy Ghost teach you to live this way, those hidden treasures that are in the earth, a this is a scripture I was looking for, Deuteronomy 32 and 1. Watch this. This is Moses said. He said, give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. And this is a man of God saying, heaven, listen to, because I'm about to talk. Open your ears. He's talking back to the earth. Open your ears, because I'm about to speak. My God. Creation's waiting, y'all. <laughs> what are you speaking? Creation's waiting on the sons of God to manifest in the earth. And one of the ways we're going to definitely manifest that when we can open our mouths and speak and watch things manifest, because what we spoke was already resonating internally in our hearts. It's a principle. Last summer, I went and stood in my lawn in front of my house and I blessed, I started blessing the ground my house was built on. And I'm going to do it again this spring when the weather warms up, the snow, I'm going to take my shoes off this time. And I'm going to bless the earth. And after I bless that ground, then I'm going to say back to her, give me your resources, just like you did, Adam. Show me the mysteries, the secrets that are hidden in the dark places. Because there's a principle of God's treasury, of the heavenly treasury, that he wants to reveal to us right here in the earth realm. My God. Can anybody stand to have some treasure? <laughs>
I know what time is up. I think that's what, something to chew on right there. Yes, it is. Oh, this has been wonderful. Apostle Marshall, it's just such a joy to, to uh, well, to collaborate with you also, but to do the things. And this is some of the things that were released at the, um, at the convergence. And if you people have not seen uh, the opening night, and if you have not seen the rest of it, then you need to see the opening night and uh, where Apostle Marshall just opened things up and everything, it was like streams were coming out. And every speak, every uh, imparter after him, after he imparted what he imparted, you know, I didn't say speaker, each of us revealed what it is that God had coming out and you saw how the ascension gifts were working together. If you wanna understand really what love is about, the God's love pouring through, then you need to go ahead and do this. You've just had a touch of what it is that God is doing, manifesting, allowing to be manifested in the earth. And we have to go, my Lord, um, over time, uh, 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 if you want to give, you already see the information there. And this is Apostle Marshall McGee and Apostle Baker J. Baker uh, telling you thank you for allowing us into your space. And we'll see you next week when we're here telling it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye. Amen. God bless. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.